You're listening to MLB.com Extras, brought to you by MLB.tv. It's baseball everywhere. I'm Matthew Leach, talking New York Yankees with MLB.com's Yankees beat reporter, Brian Hoke. Brian, if this team's going to score enough runs to be a serious contender, one guy that really has to be a part of that is Jacoby Ellsbury. Um, what's the latest with his health, and, and how's he coming along? And the Yankees have said from the beginning that they're pretty confident that Ellsbury's going to be there for opening day. Uh, they termed it a very mild, 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 mild oblique strain is the way that Joe Girardi put it. And I, I think that if it, it was a regular season, he you would have seen him in games much quicker than that. Because But because they have the opportunity to rest him, uh, there's really no hurry. So he's going to probably get into a minor league game on Tuesday. And, and if he can play by March 31, Girardi has said he has no question about Ellsbury being ready for opening day. So you'll probably see him in a minor league game. After that, he might even get in a few more Grapefruit League games, and he should be ready to go April 6th. I know you haven't been around him long, but is it your understanding that he is the kind of guy who isn't one of those who needs weeks and weeks of bats to to be in, in game shape? No, and one of the things he was saying was that he was feeling pretty good where he was before the injury. And and this is something he went through last year, too, his first year with the Yankees. He, he missed the last couple weeks of spring training with a calf injury, played in a couple minor league games, never got back in a Grapefruit League game, but he was ready to go when the bell rung on uh, whenever opening day was. Another guy who needs to be a big part of a Yankee team if they're good is Didi Gregorius. And it's interesting because it's, it's considering his position, there hasn't been a lot of talk about him. I think that probably speaks more about the rest of – everything that goes into being the Yankees. But how has he handled this? What's he look like, both performance-wise, but just as far as kind of carrying himself in a, in a challenging position? I'll tell you what, I, I have been very impressed by watching him, the way he has played defensively. It's been fun. Uh, you know, you heard the things coming into the season about how he was a plus-rated defensive shortstop and he was going to make a difference and save a lot of uh, runs at shortstop. But just seeing him, I've been most impressed with his arm. I, I Maybe it's because I've been conditioned to watch Jeter in the last years of his career. And, and this is not to, to bag on Jeter at all, but uh, this is a in-his-prime defensive shortstop with a hose. And I think fans are going to be really impressed to see the way he goes into the hole, the way he fires across, and the balls he gets to this year. He's going to save the Yankees a lot of runs there. So it, it seems, uh, you know, Mark Teixeira has said he's one of the best defensive for, uh, shortstops that he's seen. A-Rod has been very complimentary as well. So these are two guys who have been around the game for quite a while, and they know what they're talking about. It's, it's interesting. I always noticed that center and shortstop were two positions where you didn't really notice what you weren't seeing until somebody stepped in and did it, and you realized, oh, that's what it's all about. On the offensive side, there there also is, is – he's maybe not a star hitter in the making, but I think there's always been some notion this guy was going to hit, that he would not be a no-hit all-field guy. Uh, much harder to read based on 20 or 30 or 40 at-bats, but what have you seen from him at the plate? I think the most encouraging thing for the Yankees is that he's starting to hit left-handed pitching a little bit, uh, which is something he did not do a whole lot of in Arizona. Jeff Pentland, the hitting coach, has been working on him, trying to get him to kind of limit the movement in the box and, and be shorter to the ball. And and so far, he's seeing some results from that. You know, Eric Chavez, who obviously played with Gregorius in Arizona and uh, is now with a Brian Cashman as a special assistant, uh, he, he said that he could see a day when Gregorius hits a, about 260, 270 with, you know, 12 to 15 homers in the big leagues. I mean, I think that's probably a ceiling. Uh, he'll probably come in below that. But you know, Yankee Stadium should help him a little bit, too. So I, I think that those numbers are not completely out of reach. He's, he certainly has the athletic ability. Uh, it's just a matter of seeing if the Yankees can get that out of him. What are they doing? This is something you wrote about earlier in the spring. What are they doing? Uh, I mean, aside from it just 
at bats, what can you do to help something like a young left-handed hitter getting stronger against left-handed pitching? Yeah, I mean, I know you said aside from at bats, but I think that really is the most important thing. He he needs to get those reps. If you look at his stats when he was with Arizona, they didn't really let him face left-handed pitching a whole lot. And I, one of the things that Joe Girardi has said is it's easy for a young player to get typecast early in his career he has a little bit of struggle early in his career they say all right well this guy can't do it or maybe they just have somebody who can do it and then you don't need to give those at bats to Gregorius well in the Yankees case you know they have Brendan Ryan but he hasn't played a whole lot this spring so I I think that at this point you're going into the season thinking Gregorius is probably going to be the everyday guy against right-handers and left-handers and maybe if you have to work Brendan Ryan back in there in, in a platoon you do but I think if you can go with Gregorius and he can be your number one guy you do that piece of news came out of camp this week that was not particularly expected and, and it's still not entirely official as I understand it but apparently as you might figure Masahiro Tanaka is the opening day starter um, was there any drama or anything to that or was that more or less a foregone conclusion? I, I think it was a formality at this point uh, especially when you knew that Sabathia was coming in and he was going to be behind and they were going to take it very slow with him there was really no reason to amp him up and rush him for opening day just to have him go for a seventh straight opening day, I think that's that's more of a ceremonial title. And, and really, Sabathia said he was fine with it. His focus is just being ready to take the ball every fifth day. And so I think that if you look at this rotation up and down, I guess you can make a case of Michael Pineda. But I, I think you have to say Masahiro Tanaka is their ace. He is their number one pitcher. And, uh, you know, if he's healthy, and if, especially if he's the guy that he was the first 16, 17 starts of last year, uh, he should have the ball on opening day. So it looks like that's what's lined up. They're uh, always subject to change. Something catastrophic could happen, but that is clearly the Yankees' plan. They've, they've lined him up that way, and so he should be on the on the mound April 6th against Toronto. And at the back of the rotation, we just, just watched Adam Warren pitch. Uh, what have you seen from him, and is that is that set? Is that done? Is that all but done it's it's as close as it could be to being a hundred percent um you know there was a game of a year or two ago where joe girardi didn't want to give out a fifth uh, probable starter and he, and we were saying well why not and he said well what if he gets hit by a bus and so i don't expect adam warren to get hit by any buses i, I think he will be the yankees fifth starter uh he has clearly won the job he's earned it um i, I i've seen a lot of what you saw last year from him out of the bullpen, I think four out of his five months were very good. And he did have that one blip there where he wasn't great. And, and But they've always seen him as a starting pitcher at some point in the future. His stuff played up a little bit more in the bullpen. But one thing the Yankees have liked, even when he did go to the bullpen, he remained a four-pitch guy. And I think that should help him come back to the rotation because none of those things will have been too much in the, uh, the dresser drawer, so to speak. Uh, he's, he's kept them all sharp, and uh, so he should have his full repertoire, and uh, I think he's shown he can get big league hitters out. All right, well, Brian Hoke, thanks for taking some time to chat here on MLB.com Extras, and thanks, everybody, for listening. MLB.tv Premium, the number one live streaming sports service, is now available. Watch over 250 spring training games and every regular season game live or on demand in true HD. MLB.tv Premium includes a free At-Bat 15 subscription, allowing you to watch live baseball on over 400 mobile and connected devices every night on every device. Visit MLB.tv for details. Blackout and other restrictions apply.